This Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd. ComEd safety is ComEd's number one priority. To find tips about electric safety for your home and family, visit ComEd.com slash safety. ComEd powering lives. All right, let's get to, hey, I was wondering and see if uh, we can get a few things figured out around here this morning. If you have a, hey, I was wondering question, you want to get it to us, please do so. You can email it, you can text it, 60123. You can send it to us on social media. Anyway, at all, we use it. You get one of those Eric in the Morning travel mugs. Uh, so this will work nicely for him because his name is Eric, so he can claim that it's actually his radio show. Oh. <laughs> uh, hey, I was wondering from Eric. It says, hi, Eric. It's Eric. How are you? I live in Geneva and have since the 70s. And in the morning, I often make a trip to the great coffee shop in Elburn called the Corner Grind. You know it? Do you know it? Oh. Uh, I, I do not know the Corner Grind, but... Uh, I'm not in Elburn for coffee a lot. I'm usually sitting here. True. But if I was available for coffee, I would go there to the corner grind. <laughs> uh, lately, as I drive out there, 101.9 The Wolf steps all over your signal. What? I did some checking and saw it's in Springfield. Was wondering if you're hearing this from others. It's not often, but today it was really bad, that being yesterday. Hmm. I know you're familiar with the area, which is a long way from Springfield. Don't you find this odd that your signal's getting overrun by 101.9 The Wolf? Yeah. All your country favorites down oh. in Springfield, oh. Illinois. Yeah, their sh- signal shouldn't be... I, I don't go know. Go any further than ours, right? This is one of those things that uh, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, we'll drive Captain Hollywood crazy. Oh, yeah. The mixed program director. There will be seven Zoom meetings about this today. <laughs> All of today. them lasting at least 45 minutes. No mm-hmm. doubt. For seven Zoom meetings. Uh, Kent, the engineer... Uh, we'll be in four of them, and he'll just keep saying, it's the atmosphere. That's all he'll say. Is that what? <laughs> when all else fails, we just blame the atmosphere, and we move on. Yep. He does talk like that. Right. Uh, it, down there in Springfield at 101.9, uh, the wolf, they could be cranking up the wattage in their cottage down there. Obviously. Cranking that signal up and just powering through, just overpowering us out there in the far, far western oh, suburbs. Yeah. But... Uh, it's just the atmosphere. Well, and we have been playing so much more country with right. the Tiger Wolves or right. the Tiger King. Right. Top three things uh, that everybody in the world seems to love, but you, you can't stand. What are they? Bruno Mars, French fries, shallow, and uh, what? Bridget. Lizzo. Lizzo. <gasps> I have what? one friend that's like that. Yeah. One friend. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Lizzo, as uh, great as she's been to us, is an acquired taste initially. Yeah. And then once you get on board, you're generally okay, but you never were able to get on board, huh? No, I just couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. <laughs> Could not do it. Got it. Understood. I'm with you. Uh, also, agree with you on this. Dave, the whole world loves it. You don't get it. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, I have never watched one second of The Walking Dead. Neither I have I. Yeah. Now, yep. is, do you think Four it's fair? Do you think it's fair to say that uh, you hate it if you've never seen it? I wouldn't say I hated it because uh-huh. I have never seen it, but I have zero interest in even you know. Yeah, I get that. that. that counts. Yeah, I like, get that. That's not your type of show. I yeah. totally get that. All right, thank you for that. Uh, you say everybody loves her, but not you, Keegan. Uh, Britney Spears, never see why she was so big. <laughs> yeah. 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 Toxic, womanizer, who cares? Right. Yeah. I right. love that. I'm with you. Thank you, Keegan. Look at the, you see the face uh, Violetta's making right now. Wow. Uh, don't worry, we're going to get into what at what temperature water freezes coming up. Don't worry, that's coming back. Uh, we'll solve that mystery? Well, we're circling back on that one. Don't okay. worry. <laughs> okay, that's coming back. 
Uh, hi, at number three, never really got it. The rest of the world seems to, John. Uh, 21 Pilots. I can't stand them. 21 Pilots. I actually get that. I mean, even when yeah. we were playing some of their songs, even people in here would be like, that song like skeeves me out, you know? Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. Oh. I think that's more of a, I'm supposed to like 21 Pilots right. because they're edgy. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Edgy when you just artsy. listen to them for what they're like, yeah, I don't know, I don't get it. Right. At number two, everybody seems to love it, but not you, Jill. Patchouli oil. Patchouli <laughs> oil. Ooh, boy, fragrant aromatic. <laughs> Patchouli oil. See that one coming. I did not no. know patchouli oil was universally loved. <laughs> and finally, in at number one, the world loves loves it, but no thanks, Bill. Mac and cheese. Oh my Can't gosh! Cannot stand mac and cheese. Oh my! What is wrong? What kind of communist are you? Yeah. What planet did you really come from? Wow. Just don't like it. Wow. Serious? Like you? Do you like Seriously. cheese? Pardon me? Do you like cheese? I like cheese, but I don't like mac and cheese. I don't. Oh. Have you tried all kinds? You've been down every mac and cheese road and never found anything that suited you? You better believe it. All right. You have a bad experience okay. with it at some point, yeah. like you choked on a noodle? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. What do we have for Bill, who hates mac and cheese? <laughs> Standard tipping-wise for your food deliveries, your grub hubs, right. your door dashes, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I'm going to go 20% because uh, that's what you would do in a restaurant. You can't go to a restaurant. That's exactly it. Yeah. Under normal circumstances, the general recommendation is to tip anywhere from 10 to 20% on food delivery orders, but not less than 3 to 5 bucks, even on small orders. Right now... Consider tipping at the very least 20% or more if you can, says the finance editor at MarketWatch. All right, how about grocery deliveries? By the way, do you guys get grocery deliveries? Yeah. I can't get it anymore. Right. Right. Do you do whip? We have gotten them, yeah. I've, I've done the pickup of the groceries, and we also get the, the deliveries. Gotcha. Wow. Experts say that uh, you should give at least a 10% tip in normal circumstances and perhaps increase that to 15 to 20% during the pandemic as it continues on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Did we determine, have we determined how long have we been in this now? I honestly, seriously, can't keep track of how long it's been and can't keep track of what day it is anymore. Honestly, I, I thought we were close to like three weeks. I don't know the exact day, but I know we're close to that, aren't we? Mark? See, and I would have thought we were way past that, but you're probably right. Three, you're two and a half, three? correct, something like that. Uh, they say these are tips from someone sur- who has survived his own personal self-quarantine for 50 years. Mm. Tips oh. from a guy named Billy Barr who has nearly 50 years of social distancing experience. Mm-hmm. What? Billy Barr's been doing it for 50 years. He's the only full-time resident resident of Gothic, Colorado. I'm the mayor and the chief of police. I hold elections every year, but I don't tell anybody when they are, so it works out really well for me. He lives in an abandoned silver mine at nearly 10,000 feet altitude in the Rocky Mountains and is the only one who lives there and has for 50 years. Don't you? Know, you, um, you know, this guy is not right. Oh, definitely. But yeah. don't you want to know what it looks like in there? Like, I think uh, it probably looks uh, like a silver mine yeah, in but, the uh, mountains of Colorado. I don't think he's, I don't I think know. he's got a flat screen on the wall. No. Uh, and has uh, is, is had his house done by Walter E. Smith. And I don't think that's happened. doesn't have Wi-Fi. Yeah. No, but it's like you wonder what Listen is he using Violetta. for a chair? How does he live without <laughs> Wi-Fi? Exactly. Like, seriously, how does he post what he's having for lunch on Instagram? Spam, yeah. probably. Here are the keys, uh, Billy Barr says, who lives in the abandoned silver mine, to living alone for nearly 50 years of social distancing. Number one, you've got to keep track of something, which proves the issues I'm having. I can't keep track of what day it is. Yeah, yeah. they were doing that in Life of Pi, too, that movie where he lives on a boat by himself. True. I gotta get some shoes. Uh, <laughs> what does that have to do with Billy Barr living well, in a Well, because he was mine? taking taking tallies of what day it was. Oh, got it. 
Uh, each day, Barr tracks the weather for a number of groups, including the Colorado Avalanche Information Center. He started measuring snow levels in the 1970s. Everything depends on the weather where I live. It controls what I do, so I, I write it all down. So every day, he keeps track of the weather. Got to keep track of something every day. Number two, if you've been socially distancing for 50 years, keep a routine. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's good. Very important. Barr starts early. He wakes up uh, between 3.30 and 4 in the morning and stays in bed until 5 in his silver mine in the mountains Wait, of Wait, you mean he wakes up at 3.30 but lays there till 5? Yes. Oh okay. Up until a week or two ago, I would listen to the news every morning on my AM radio. See, there you go. Somebody was listening to the AM. <laughs> I knew there was one guy. <laughs> one guy in a silver mine in Colorado still listening to AM radio. I would listen to the news every morning so I could start every day either totally depressed or furious. There's always there's That's always a good way to start the day. Is he serious? He is, because listen, just stay with me. Number three on the tips. <laughs> Celebrate the stuff that matters rather than the stuff you're supposed to celebrate. That's okay. his advice. I, I sort of get that. Like what? Barr has mostly ditched holidays and birthdays, but he does celebrate January 17th when the sunrise goes back to what it was on the solstice. That's uh, how he keeps track of things there. To me, that's a big deal because I get up so early in the morning that the lighter it gets earlier, it makes my day a lot easier. He also celebrates when he gets back from skiing eight miles each way into town to get supplies. Oh, my God. And finally, his uh, final tip for someone who with nearly uh, 50 years of social distancing, embrace the grumpiness. My kind of guy. Definitely. (laughs) Sometimes, Barr says, it's kind of satisfying to be grumpy about everything. (laughs) (laughs) It kind of is when you're like that. He's living in a silver mine in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. (laughs) Melissa with our top three things trending on Twitter here in the great city of Chicago at number three. All right. So if you want to give a unique chocolate Easter bunny this year. Look no further than an Oregon chocolatier who's making solid chocolate bunnies wearing COVID-19 masks. See, timely. Yeah, very. Isn't it? Uh, So Twitter went absolutely crazy and people were buying them up. The owner, Jeff Shepard, he owns this company, Little Bell Farms. He's the creator of the COVID bunny, which are solid chocolate made of milk, dark, and white chocolate and are about four inches tall. So if you want to get yours, just Google that and you'll be able to find it. Solid chocolate bunny at number three at number two. Yes. So one of America's most popular comedies came to an end yesterday, Modern Family. Finished with 250 episodes across 11 series. Wednesday's two hours. 11 seasons. Seasons. Yeah, you said 11 series. Is that is that not okay? I guess it wouldn't be. that. It would the, be seasons. It'd be a season. Seasons. You're correct. Yeah. I don't know why I wrote yeah. series. Okay. okay. So Wednesday's two-hour finale on ABC began with a documentary and concluded with a two-part episode. So back in the day, you know, the show had huge success since it debuted in 2009. However, viewing figures have dropped in recent years as streaming services became more popular, of course. Tons of people took to Twitter, though, to bid farewell. I watched uh, the first hour of that, which was all the behind-the-scenes stuff and interviews, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a huge Modern Family fan. Like, I haven't watched it in five or six years, mm-hmm. probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was uh, it was interesting to watch. And then I, I left when the uh, show actually started. Because I knew they were going to get all emotional. Oh, you can't handle I don't, that. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not ready for that. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm They've not been ready around for that a long time. They have been. And Jesse Tyler Ferguson, uh, often a guest on this show. Yeah, right. he has really been. Really good to us and kind to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, trending on Twitter, number one. All right, so Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, I don't know if you saw this. They were targeted by trolls who were directing a website for their new Archwell charity to a video of Kanye West's gold digger. Oh. <laughs> 
So basically, if you were to type in archwellfoundation.com, you're diverted to a YouTube video of Kanye West's 2005 hit that featured Jamie Foxx. And apparently, I guess the royal couple failed to register the domain name. So you were directed to that song. Yes, that on YouTube. As yeah. a message probably for Meghan Markle. I think that's probably what they were going with. <laughs> a student analysis. Way to go. Thank you. There it is. A new survey by Gallup uh, reveals that 80% of people say their lives have been disrupted by the coronavirus. You think? That means 20% are like, no, not really. I'm Life's pretty shocked. standard, pretty usual. Anybody listening who now... There's a general theme from all these calls, so I'm going okay. to talk to these people, but press them a little bit. All right? Okay. I'll okay. see if we can press you a little yeah. bit. Hi, Susan. Good morning, good morning. Uh, so you're in the 20% that says coronavirus has not disrupted your life at all. At all. We are very, very blessed. We get up at 5.30 in the morning. I take my husband to work. I go to work. My son is in the food, in the fast food industry, so mm-hmm. we're all working and doing exactly the same thing. So your life hasn't changed at all. Now, I get it from a work perspective because, you know, we're coming to work every day. and then. But the difference is, I don't know if it is for you, Susan, I go home and then stare at the walls for about 18 hours. Like, no sports. You know, I don't have any sports to watch. I, I cannot watch the uh, headline news network any longer. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. None of that affects you guys? No, we are actually gamers. So we get on ah. the computer and we're gamers. We do World of Warcraft. You know what? Yeah. It's interesting that you say that you are gamers because they say this is a tremendous environment for gamers. Oh, my God. More on absolutely. that coming up in a second. Uh, Kevin, you're in the 20%. Life has not changed. Hello, Kevin. Oh, hello, Eric. How are you? Good morning. Uh, uh, great. Uh, life has not changed. Morning, well, uh, no, not really. I mean, we do. Uh-huh. We do landscaping right now for the village of Rosemont. Okay. Public Works. Yeah. And, you know, we get up every morning. Yeah. We yeah. go to work every day, go home. Right. I usually do stuff around the house. Right. Don't really watch TV. Yeah. So yeah. my wife turns it on now and then, and I've actually been busier. Than I am when I'm not doing this. My wife's working in the restaurant. I've been going volunteering over there. So nobody, so, if, yeah. if nobody told you this coronavirus uh, oh. the pandemic was happening and you weren't paying any attention, you might not even notice. I mean, when I go to the grocery store, uh, I notice why a is everybody in masks? Yeah. <laughs> what happened over here? The only way I notice, Eric, is a lot of masks. I can't get any toilet paper. Beyond <laughs> <laughs> that, I'd never know. Wow. Uh, Sarah, life has not changed for you at all. No, not at all. I'm a hospital pharmacist. My husband, a union pipe fitter. We're actually working more now than we were when this, before this all started. Well, what about, did you guys ever used to go, you know, out to dinner or, you know, have friends over? How is all that now? Well, that's different because our anniversary is actually Saturday and I actually have to cook dinner and I'm upset because my husband says I have to cook it and not him. Right. And we have steak and lobster, but he's <laughs> you not got like to do it. It's in the rules. Hot, yeah, yeah, that's the rule. Is I have to cook dinner. But other than that, I mean, it's we're so exhausted from all of, of all the work we're doing that we go home and we go to sleep. We have watched some classics like Coneheads. Right at the roster. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is classic. <laughs> we use the term classics really loosely right there. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Life really hasn't changed very much, huh, Annie? Uh, well, I'm talking about my husband. Um, he still goes to work, company of five people. Right. Comes home, 
to his family every night, and I tell my friends he's been social distancing for years. <laughs> he's got so, it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, we're actually catching up to what he's doing now. Welcome to Lily's Bake Sale. Today we're offering the red velvet cupcakes that Mrs. Johnson next door called breathtaking. Cash, credit, or online payment accepted. Just like Lily, ComEd provides multiple payment options. Need a gluten-free or vegan? Just ask our staff. I'm not your staff. I'm your brother. Choose the payment option that works best for you. Auto pay, online, phone, mail, or in person. Visit comed.com slash pay. ComEd. Powering lives. One order of gluten-free cupcakes coming right up. Lady Gaga wants to have babies. Another big singing star wants to have babies, too. Really? Yeah, I'll tell you who that is here in just a second. As it turns out, Americans with kids say, what age is the most difficult age to parent? What do you think, Whip? What age? Uh, Of the kid or the parent? Hurry on, it's about 20 after. What age of the kid? Of the kid, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with two. Two. All right, uh, Melissa. Uh, I haven't quite been there yet, but I'm going to guess like 16. Oh, what do you think, Violetta, as somebody who hasn't even thought about it? 25. 25 is the hardest age. Uh, what <laughs> age is the most difficult age for uh, the kid, Patty? 12. 12. No, too old. Okay. Oh, too too old. old. All right. Dang it. Too old. Kids are tougher when they're younger. Yeah, I guess. yeah. At what age is the kid the most difficult to deal with, Ariel? Uh, eight years old. Exactly right. The age of eight is the brutal age. Okay. Yeah. We'll go with it. That's a cor- You don't agree, obviously. No, I just have not found that, but uh-huh. uh, that's just me. Americans with kids say the age of eight is the most difficult age to parent. Well done. How's your morning going, Ariel? Uh, pretty good. I've been a little tired on my way to work. Yeah. And yeah. Of the day. yeah. Okay. Yeah, me too. Same thing. A little tired, tired. here for this right now. How old's your son, Melissa? He's nine. Uh, you're, you're fine now. Okay. Forget the terrible twos and prepare for the hateful eights, they call it. Parents have named the age of eight as the most difficult age to parent, according to new research. Eight being the troublesome year likely comes to as a surprise to many parents, especially since parents polled found age six to be easier than they expected. So mm. they thought when they returned mm. six, all right, this is going to be brutal and it wasn't so bad. Well, you can at least send them to preschool. That's right. Six is a little past preschool. Oh. I would say, <laughs> just let her go. Yeah, uh, no, I got it. <laughs> Go. We're going to get into that and uh, at what temperature water freezes uh, with Violetta a little bit okay. later on. Oh, She's no. A lesson you might 46. learn in preschool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, the age of eight, uh, six is what everybody thought it would be. Ow! What did you eat at the gas station? Let's talk about your favorite libation. There's no need for frustration during this deep conversation. Ah! You don't go, you know what I'd like? Here's what I'd like you to do with me. Here's what I'd like. It can be anything. Anything. Like you said, Like right diving. now, Could you Whip, imagine? Uh, if you were sitting in uh, your family room right now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Mrs. Whip says, uh, what's the one thing you'd like uh, to do with me? Well, the one thing you'd like to try? The one experience you'd like to have? Yeah, besides anything weird. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh... You know, maybe I could try gardening for the first time ever, because I don't think I've ever even planted a single thing in my no, no, life. Wait, she's asking you the question. Oh, oh it hurts. You get the first pick. time for her. No. I'll ask you the question. Uh, maybe What's, I'm confused. Uh, pretend I'm your wife right now. Hello. <laughs> Hello, dear. Hey, a whip. Oh, gosh. What's the one experience you'd love to try with me? With me for the first time. So you'd like it. Like, yeah. Uh, I'd like you right. to go with me to every one of the baseball stadiums in the country. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd See? be fantastic. That's what you'd want. Yeah. 
Let's go. Uh, <laughs> let's go uh, fly our drone over a forest preserve and take video. <laughs> I don't know. You've been listening wow. too. <laughs> no, hold on. That's a, that's a good one. All right. You're, all right. You know what? You've answered my question for me. This is the hardest question. It ever. apparently is. Uh, yeah. Hi. What's the one thing? Hi there, uh, Ellen. If your significant other said to you, what's the one new experience you'd love to try with me? You would tell them you'd like to try what? I'd like to go in a hot air balloon. A hot air balloon together. Ooh. I'd like for the two of the perfect answer there. <laughs> that seems romantic. I'd love for the two of us to go on a hot air That's balloon. That's a good one. Together. It's kind of like the drone. There you go. <laughs> sort of. Uh, Valerie. Except you're there. Your significant other says to you, what's the one thing you'd like to experience? You would answer? I want to go for a couple's massage, but he won't because he says his back is too hairy. There we go. Aww. I would love for the two of us to have a couple's They've massage. They've seen hairy right. backs before. There we go. Steven, she says to you, he says to you, the one thing I'd like to experience, you answer your, your answer would be what? Uh, skydiving. But the problem is she's afraid of heights and wouldn't go ziplining down in Brazil with me. See, there you go. But you'd like her to. You'd like your significant other, Susan, to do what with you? Susan. Hi. Hi, that's me. Yeah, I'd like to go scuba diving. I've already done the skydiving. So I'd scuba like to diving. Scuba diving. There you go. Hot air balloons, couples massages, skydiving, scuba diving, or you got a grand prize winner, John. She says to you, what's the one new experience you'd love to try with me? Your answer would be? Separate vacations. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Oh, I'd really like God. us to try to vacation separately. <laughs> yeah. That, is so funny. that really redefines with I'm me. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, you deserve that. Yeah. You I'd deserve like the price. two of us to go to completely opposite ends of the world. <laughs> Maybe she'd want that yeah. too. Nicely done. Tom Brady and his wife Giselle, they're fighting. They had a little problem. They had to have a family meeting. There was an intervention. Tom's not doing enough. What's Tom do? He says, Well, I'm Tom Brady. So I'm going to Tampa. Sorry. <laughs> what is your current COVID fight? 312-233-1019. Hi, Mary. Hi. Uh, you're having it out in your house. About what? He's putting the recycling in the regular garbage can. Yeah, that, we can't have that. Uh, yeah, right. No, we can't have that. No. There's got to be some house rules. No, yep. no, no. So, uh, so you had to uh, set the record straight on that one? Yeah, you know what I did? I threw him right back into the sink, and he said, what's all this garbage in the sink? I said, that's what you put in the right. recycling bin. Oh, wow. Right, gonna, you took him out. I'm going to go a little <laughs> passive-aggressive on you here. Ah. All right, hold on, Mary. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your current COVID <laughs> fight, Chris, is what? Hi, Chris. Or, I mean, sorry. Yeah, you're Chris. <laughs> I'm Eric. But, uh, you know, I can go by the name Chris if you'd like. <laughs> I used to always do that. A lot of being in the house. Yeah. yeah, it is about 920. You're right. Yeah. Uh, what's your yeah. current fight? Um, he gets mad at me every time I turn on the news. Uh, <laughs> because of all the bad news and he's had yeah. enough or he just uh, doesn't like the newscasters? Oh, he's had enough. He's had enough. I got you. All right. Hold on a second. Oh, I like this. Uh, Lauren, your current COVID fight is what? We went to the grocery store and I asked too loudly if he had a thermometer at home. So it wasn't so much that you asked it. It was just how loudly you asked it. Yes. He was more upset about the fact that I said it so loudly that other people could hear it. And that he was upset. Yeah. yeah. The tone of voice, I guess, and the loudness of it was the most aggravating part for him. And he won't let it go. Right. He won't let it go. cannot believe we are wandering on Walgreens and you just announced to the whole place we're trying to get our hands on a thermometer. Uh, Everybody in the neighborhood knows we don't know what our temperature is. That's crazy. All right. Hold on, Lauren. Hang on. Uh, Your current COVID fight. It's pure craziness, Scott. Yeah, uh, just as simple as getting off the couch and the cushions are wrinkly. <laughs> what? She's mad at you for wrinkling the cushions on the couch. Oh. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's like craziness, and it's her birthday today, too, so it's right. super COVID warning today. Right, I'm going to be laying on the floor all day. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to mess up the couch cushions because she'll go sideways on yeah, me. Right. That'll be a nice right. birthday present. Don't get on the couch. Them out That's true. Hold on a second. Hi, Kurt. Your current COVID fight is what? Yeah, my wife is upset that I'm going to the bathroom too much. No. Oh, paper oh, come on. Who hasn't been there? <laughs> too much pooping. You can't help going to the bathroom. She's like, again? Uh, I can't help it. I had another meal. Uh, we're on rations here. <laughs> what do you want from me? And she's also mad you're spooling it out too much? What? Yep. Yep. Uh, too much toilet paper. Yep. I don't even know why I'm saying this, Kurt, but you do sound like a guy who poops a lot. Yeah, well. <laughs> I don't even know why, but just in your voice, I hear it. Oh, you gotta slow down God. with that. Let's let, let's uh, yeah. flexi. I'm one of those guys too, Kurt. So I'm not, you know, I'm not. Pointing it takes fingers one to no one, right? Right, right. I think it's got to be down to Lauren. I asked too loudly about a thermometer. Uh, Scott, I made the cushions get wrinkles in them. Or Kurt, I just poop too much. <laughs> yeah, be whip. I gotta go poop. Poop too much, Violetta. I gotta go poop. Ah, uh, Melissa. <laughs> it's poop. Poop it is. <laughs> You are all fantastic, by the way. Uh, Kurt, you're just pooping too much. Yeah, well. Yeah, less fiber. Yeah, well. <laughs> my, my wife says I'm full of poop. Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's only going to be a few uh, more long weeks of this. Three Story Thursday. Three stories, three headlines, three stories only. You pick them in the order you want them, we roll right through these. You ready? Yes. Three Story Thursday. I think I've got three really good headlines today. Mm. It's 9.35 now in the mix. Headline number one. Pandas finally mate in Hong Kong after zoo shuttered over coronavirus. Yeah. Did you yeah. see the picture of them? They were really cute. <laughs> Headline number two. <laughs> World's largest recorded spleen removed from man in Florida. What? <laughs> Always in Florida. Here's your spleen. Yeah. Headline number three. The Amish are getting a COVID-19 drive through testing center for horse and buggies. Okay. All timely. Hmm. If I may say so, I think we have to end with the panda. Would you like the panda? I think we have to end with that the panda. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, uh, a lot of sense. What do you think we should start with? Uh, Amish? The Amish Amish are getting COVID-19 drive-thru testing center for horse and buggies. A tiny clinic in central Pennsylvania tucked in amongst the neat farmsteads covering the uh, hills of the area. Setting up a drive-thru testing that's meant to accommodate a horse and buggy as well as cars. There is a big Amish and Mennonite community in the area, and thus they thought this would be a smart thing. We already have a relationship with this community, and testing is an opportunity to raise awareness about the need for isolation of vulnerable individuals. Many of the parking spots have hitching posts in the area, and the clinic was built in a traditional barn raising by the local plain community of Amish. Oh, wow. You know, I met a Mennonite, Mennonite once. A, a who? A Mennonite. Yeah, rolls right off the tongue. Yeah, he was my Uber driver in Nashville, and he had so much to talk about. Really? Very interesting guy. Yeah, he was really cool. Headline number two. World's largest recorded spleen removed from a man in Florida. How, much, how, how big how, was it? How big do you think it was? <laughs> how, how, big would be, how big do you think is the world's largest spleen? We're talking spleen? pounds here? Pounds, yeah. Let's go pounds. How many pounds was his spleen? 100. 100 pounds spleen. Oh, no, no. I would say like... Um, Listen to Melissa how dismissive she is of you. Sorry. Oh, no. That's sorry. okay. I don't take it for a silly old okay. dumb whip. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I'm going to say 13 pounds. 13 pounds. Violetta? I don't know what, what a What do you norm- think the Mennonite would say to that? <laughs> well, he raised chickens. Oh. Um, so- and barns. 
Um, I don't know what a spleen really is, how much it normally weighs. No one really does, really. Uh, three pounds. 27 pounds oh, spleen. there we go. The largest ever recorded has been removed from a man in Florida, weighing in at 27 pounds, more than 12% of his total body weight, mm-hmm. and 8,800% larger than your average everyday Woo! run-of-the-mill spleen. Oh, that's, that's a biggie. Lot. That is a biggie. Oh, and everybody's small. fine. Everybody's okay. And finally, you know, it's fine. A couple of pandas. <laughs> they're in love. Yeah, pandas finally mate in Hong Kong after zoo shuttered over the coronavirus. I think they were there for years and years yeah. trying to get them to mate. The coronavirus <laughs> lockdown is just what the love doctor ordered for a pair of pandas. The Randy Tusum of Ying Ying and Lili. Really? Were caught, yeah. Were caught on camera <laughs> canoodling this week. At the Hong Kong Zoo, where visitors and their prying eyes are now barred because of the bug. Uh, maybe when you aren't being stared at by tens of thousands of hairless apes every day, you find your mojo again. One yeah, of I just wanted some privacy. Well, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Quit staring you can, at you us. Give them the privacy to Ying Ying or, and Lele. Or I don't whatever. want anybody watching. I don't know what their names are. <laughs> this Eric in the Morning podcast is brought to you by ComEd. ComEd Safety is ComEd's number one priority. To find tips about electric safety for your home and family, visit comed.com slash safety. ComEd powering lives, 